0: simply king podcast and it's your boy rodney perry king himself and you've just tuned into the soulfully conscious podcast for humans simply being humans and today 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 is a really really dope and a special one i have been blessed with yet again another album you know it's crazy because i remember you know several years ago when d'angelo made a comeback And he was speaking, and so many people were speaking on his new album, The Black Messiah, as if it was, you know, the return of, you know, real music. And the thing that I love is that he hit him back with a response that says, real music never went anywhere. You just wasn't looking for it. And so I think we always are so dependent on, you know, media and just the powers that be to kind of land good music on our laps. But in actuality it's always been around and I feel that now it's probably at its highest form. I'm loving the music that's been coming out lately from all avenues, from the from the highest of highs of the Beyonce's and the J's of the world as well as the lowest of lows. With, you know, I've been listening to a lot of, you know, Daniel Caesar, um, Sabrina Claudio and a lot of other uh, really cool people who have, you know, can have some out, you know, some breaking out uh, singles. And just, you know, pieces of work that are just brilliant, are so, you know, really well, really well done. And it's so raw and it's so intimate. And I feel like that's the type of music we need. But as you can see from the theme of all of this, that this theme today, we are talking about 444. I was calling it 444 for the minute because I thought that was, you know, I was just, you know. On some time shit But I've been hearing a lot of people Who seem to be a little bit more official than I am Calling it 444 Go figure Maybe that's you know Just the way Jay says it And that's the way it is Because it's you know It's your work So you gotta say it The way people want it Just to be said Powerful album Um, It's been you know A little over 72 hours Since this album came out And So I feel like a lot of people Had a lot of times I just as always people always jump into their feelings about things and give their opinions very fast off of the first listen after you know one days of listening all that but personally for me i like to you know give it a little time i kind of you know felt like i planned to put out another episode today but um i definitely felt you know i didn't want to you know lose this time and lose this you know great time to kind of come through and and speak on something while it's on everybody's minds um so let's jump right into it you know uh some of the themes that i kind of came kind of drew out from me first i feel like it's necessary that you know one thing that i kept noticing was how i wonder if this is going to make people react if this because it's coming from jay-z who is you know who is seen as the rap god if this is going to make people actually you know change you know in character and behavior in some form or fashion because a lot of people reference how when Jay-Z went from you know wearing the jerseys in the early 2000s and how that was the wave of hip-hop from him changing that to kind of you know getting into a suit, getting into Tom Ford, changing the whole style and making brothers look at themselves a little bit differently seeing that they need to you know to button it up need to act a little more grown man or just at least look a little more grown man. And I think um This album definitely is going to make people look at themselves and see themselves as, you know, see themselves in this album in some form or fashion. Because I think he is literally hitting on things that a lot of men have dealt with, Um, a lot of women have dealt with as well. When it comes to just infidelity, when it comes to distrust, when it comes to you sleeping around on your, you know, your spouse you fucking your family you're almost risking it all to fuck your family up there's a lot going on in this album but it's very very eloquently uh organized and put together so that's what makes this very very powerful and being that jay doesn't put out albums like that so you know it's interesting because all of the things i've said you know interviews i've read about him i've read uh, one interview from him and uh no id When they were first starting this process, he was asking them exactly what's going on. And he said, he was like, I want to make an album where I'm saying things I've never said. I want to, you know, give them more. I want to give them more of me. And I think uh, this is something that I can relate to from a sense of um, that. I think everyone, you know, has this very humbling moment where they have to sit there and reflect and figure out exactly where they currently are. And the sad part about it is that men especially black men uh, come to that realization very late in life. Jay-Z is in his 40s, mid 40s, and now kind of coming to this sense of, and there's it, no telling, his album might might be the after effect. He may have came to this point maybe a year or two ago, and um, he's just putting this album out to express how he got through all of that. Because a lot of y'all understand, especially when you come from creatives, some people don't always give you things in the moment. Some people don't always give you things while they're still processing. They process these things. That's how they're even more able to, you know, give you a full fleshed out ideal, you know? Cause they only giving you pain, then that's all you really know. You don't know if it's any resolution and you sit in there. And I think it's sensationalized to, you know, see that because we, we are, it's real easy for us to kind of just be in it. But I think that's why so many people had, you know, certain things to say about, uh, lemonade is because she spoke about the pain, she spoke about her anger, she spoke about the things she wanted to do and how she felt. And that's something that everyone can, you know, relate to. But the, the part that kind of got a little rocky was her going back, her working it out, her making, keeping her family together. And I think that was something that people criticized her a lot on. But personally, I don't think that was a bad thing. But with more on that later. um, Jump right in uh men first my first point i want to make is men are too easily influenced specifically by other men i've heard all my life you know i've heard all my life let a Woman, you know, say something or literally tell a man, this is what I want. This is what I like, whatever, whatever. And I've heard men combat that being like, well, I don't want to be like that. You trying to change me. What the fuck? I don't want to do all that. I'm straight. I'm good. Why? And that's something that I think is real interesting because you don't have to be that way. You don't have to be that way at all. You don't have to be that way at all. And not only that, the way that they do it for men is very interesting, is that men, if they hear another man say something and they have some type of respect for that man or whatever it is, then automatically there's this sense of, oh, well, let me go ahead and try that. then. there's this really immediate sense of consideration. If it's an old head who try to give you some game, if it's a some some one of your friends that you respect, you immediately shift and change in behavior a lot. We're very easily influenced. Men are very very open to the ideals of other men, and especially, and it's sad to say, white men. Let a white man tell a black man about something, the average black man will sit there and it would be the most credible thing ever said. Especially when you're talking about history and science and these types of things that uh, that we aren't, you know, kind of deeply within and still trying to figure out as a a community. We will take that and we will run with it. And my thing is, we need to go to more of a sense of individualism, come together with in our kind of, you know, uh, community of ideas you know kind of you know if we have a consensus on something we can come together and that's where we can you know collaborate and build on those ideas and create different actions from those ideas but we still need to have a sense of self and i spoke about this i spoke about this in a previous episode i believe it was my um my uh male expressions episode you know king uh and exp- expressions by him episode and my thing about that is that we do have an identity crisis. This is something that you can, you know, look into, and you—I feel like you'll see the proof of that just from black men really don't know where the hell they are, where they're going, and what they want to do. And we uh, latch on to the things that seem the easiest or the most accessible to us. Hence, the basketball, the arts—you know, basketball and uh, music, and and you know, all just all sports, of course, but as well as you know, the underworld, from a sense of gangs and violence. We want to belong. We want to feel like we're a part of something. Even when it comes to, if you're not in it, you have a lot of people who are drawn towards, you know, being a part of fraternity, being a part of certain organizations, all these different things. We're longing for a sense of fulfillment in our identity as black men, and I think that is a large reason why we're so easily influenced, but also why we kind of play that game in the sense of boys will be boys mentality. And sense of we have to, we can do these things. We can't, you know, slip out. And this is, this is just what, this is how men act. This is what men do. We gonna, and especially if we are men who gain more and more power, then we do it even more, and we are gonna get away with it more because this is something that the world avails to people who have gained this much, uh, this much affluence. But is that cool? Hell no! I'm not here for it. I don't believe it's cool. I don't believe it's right. And I wanna and I wanna jump right into my next my next point is being I'm not Jay and you ain't B. The one thing that I kept seeing a lot of people saying was uh, how you know Beyonce went through whatever she went through, so I don't gotta go through that bullshit. Or Jay Z this, that and the third, or Jay would have got left, or whatever, whatever. Beyonce better than me, because I couldn't have been that person. Or guys kind of coming to a veil, you know, coming to, you know, to, you know, save Jay-Z and being like, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, y'all should give a brother another chance. That's all I'm saying. Now, look, personally, I'm going to just go ahead and start going into this cheating and going into infidelity. Cheating is wrong. Cheating is not good. Cheating shows so many different things. Cheating breaks the commitment, breaks a bond. It's the end of loyalty. It's literally one of the biggest things you can do to show how much you're really not fully in into a situation. And even if you have all the reasons in the world you believe, if you feel like, you know, you're a man with all this attention, it's women showing up to you, it's men coming on to you, it's whatever it is, no matter who you are, male or female, cheating is wrong. Because the fact of the matter is, is that we are singular individuals. We come into this world alone, we leave out this world alone. So if you have to be alone and be single, that is always an option for you. I think the fact of the matter is that we we also live in a world that wants that that connection with a person. I think it's human nature for us to want to find a individual that we can have as our own, that we can truly, truly be have this, you know, understood, you know, embeddedness about and be imprinted on almost like this is this is mine and I am yours and here we are all together. But when you cheat, it's probably one of the most disrespectful things you could do. Now I know you asked Rodney, so you are saying this so the age old question is if someone cheated on you, what would you do? For me, I want to know why. I wouldn't, depending on the circumstances of our relationship, I wouldn't immediately go towards leaving. And I know a lot of people may not like that response. A lot of people might think I'm a punk for saying that, you know what, I don't really care that much. Because that's what I feel. If this is, if I am, if I was in a situation like Jay-Z and Beyonce, and I, we are married, we're about to have, we have a child together, we've been married for quite a time, uh, and you have to bring into account that they are celebrities and public figures Because that matters too That brings an element of a relationship that I think is rare to most people And so all these things are going to act out into the public And it's not saying that you should stick with a person because you don't want to embarrass your brand But also you have to be mindful of that Mindful of how that's going to affect you as an individual so handle all these things the best way you can because they're gonna definitely act out in public. So keep your PR strong as fuck. But if I was either one of them, I would've, if I was Jay-Z, I would've worked my ass off to keep Beyonce in my life. And being Beyonce, as you see, she did, she wanted to leave. And she didn't, she worked it out. And I think that's the one question that people need to ask themselves is, you know, staying or leaving, fight or flight? Are we going to fight for this or are we both just going to part our separate ways and go to two different destinations? And I think for me, at least, I would i am always kind of, you know, partial to fighting, especially if it's something substantial, especially if it's something that I love, especially if, if some of these reasonings and some of the reasons I'll, I'll, I'll break down to you. Now, if there are multiple men that you sleep around with because you are not satisfied with me because you really don't want to be with me or whatever it is, I will let you go. I'm not going to fight for that because obviously you've made your choice and I can't make anyone be with me. Second, you might have a situation where it was a one time thing. You were tempted and the reasons that led to this temptation was a lacking that you have had in the relationship. You may have expressed this lacking, and nothing has changed or it's not changing the time or matter that you want to. And so you step out on your significant other. Now, how you react to it, because a lot of a lot of times when that happens, either people find out and they're remorseful or they feel so guilty. And they eventually say something. And usually what happens is that those people either deal with it, work through that or someone can't even take it and they eventually break it and eventually break up. Because they can't take the fact that you cheated on me. So they now have trust issues that they didn't have before. Now they have certain things that, you know, may may make everything rocky from here on out. But you do also have people who grow from that, who can see their own flaws, see how, you know, how they may have fell short and rectify and start to rectify and keep that consistency so they can keep their family together. And I'm not against it. I feel like that's all a part of the pains that we live in. And I think we are always comparing ourselves to you an know, older generation where, older generation, but in actuality, these older generations, this shit used to happen so much. Regular people, rich people, whoever you are. And that's the part that I want everybody to understand. You can leave your brother. You can leave your mans. You can. You can leave Sean from down the street, from around the corner, but Beyonce can't just leave Sean Carter that easily. Now I know what y'all saying, yeah, money and all that. No, it ain't even just about that. It's for the simple fact of when you found someone, you started a family, and you found someone who you feel like is your equal in a way, you don't wanna have to let that shit go that easy. Because why? You don't wanna have to get out here and then try this again. Because the simple fact is you may not ever find that again and that is a fear that i feel like is a rational one who would want to allow something that is their world is their everything to let them go to let that go and that's where i feel like jay and b felt jay jay thought i'm not about to let you know what i'm saying this happen i'm not about to go eric benet and just allow the, the baddest woman in the world to leave out my life and with b it was kind of like i'm not gonna allow the same thing Cause who else? Who else can I have? Who else can I want? Who else can I have that can understand me from the standpoint they can understand me from, who know me this well, and also share a child with me. So they worked that out and I really applaud them. I appreciate it. I love it. I'm all here for it. I want to um, turn the ties and give out, you know, cause my, my sis, my sis uh, Ty Coleman, who you can find, um, I believe, on IG and uh, I think you can find her on Twitter for sure at Ty Is Typing. Ty Is Typing. And I believe on IG. I'll give you an IG uh, later. I'll put it, in, I put it in the bio. But um, she's out here building a brand, so go and support her. You know what I'm saying? She out here doing some really, really dope, really cool, cool, you know what I'm saying? Tutorials on just beauty, head. hair and just make up all these different things. I love the way she's doing it. She's a great look. She has a great look. Support, support, support my sis. But she hit me up on Twitter and um, asked me ex- directly. She like added me and was like, how do I feel about this part in 444? 444, I thought I said another four. Anywho, uh, I apologize to all the women whom I toy with your emotions because I was emotionless i apologize because at your best you are love, and because i fall short of what i say i'm all about i'm kind of rhyming a little you see i'm trying to catch the flow right uh your eyes leave with the soul that your body once housed and you stare blankly in the space thinking of all the time you wasted and all this basic shit. so i apologize so uh i immediately had something to say um, i thought it was slightly triggering for me because i definitely have been a person who has noticed my ways and noticed how I've hurt individuals in retrospect. And even though I'm not as old as Jay-Z and may have not have done, you know, cause it ain't no telling the type of shit that Jay-Z done, done. It's like him being, you know, he's been famous for longer than he's been, you know, longer than he was, you know, not famous. So kind of you know interesting but I said I share his sentiments in my short life I caused a few women pain in the past and I wasn't emotionless but I compartmentalized my emotions which I believe a lot of men do it's real easy for us to you know keep this love kind of waiting on standby for this one that we really want but then step out you know step out and find this other love for other people and or allow people to have love for you And you reciprocate that in some form or fashion, even if it's genuine or not. I think that is what I learned that was wrong that I did. Because I kept them in this real interesting and comfortable place that allowed me to manipulate the situation. And then she kicked me back and was like, I feel like it's the closure most women don't receive when they need it answers to understand why. And I responded with sad part about men as a whole, still got work to do. A lot of women may never get those words, and you can't stop your growth. And this uh, makes me want to actually go and and speak on uh, a specific article that they sent me this morning, actually, uh, um, that my sis uh, Janice has sent me. And it's uh, on Medium, on medium.com. Uh, by a doctor by the name of Crystal A. DeGregory, which says, sis, we got to stop letting black men ruin us, which is a very, 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 um, uh, very good article, a very good um, write up. And uh, I think it was the, the language and everything is very, you can know she's specifically talking to black women. And, um, and that's dope. I, I love this type of writing, too. Um, and she speaks essentially on how women are have to now, they have to stop allowing men to, specifically black men, to hurt them. Now I've said this before, I've said this in my Be Better episode, I've said this in my, you know, Expressions By Him episode, and I've said it and I'm saying it and I'm saying it again, because this needs to be really, really pushed through as something that we all need to understand, and all need to just get through our heads. And that is, we gotta do better. We gotta do better and we gotta change. Jay-Z's get, Jay-Z dropped so many gems in this, but what she's saying is Lily's, you know, kind of putting us, taking us to court with this. She's putting us on trial in this article because this are these are things that are happening. Um, so it says that uh, she just keeps reiterating that, you know, sis, we gotta stop letting black men ruin us. Stop trying to fix broken records. This is from the article. Stop dating potential, stop endearing ourselves to their mamas, aunties, and sisters. Stop caring for, stop taking care of them. They're washing, they're eating, and their are kids. Uh, and then um, on down, it was a specific one that I really love. We can all pretty much agree on that, but let's consider something truly revolutionary. Sis, we gotta stop celebrating when men who ruin us ruins other, another woman. This is very vital because I think this is the chain that we we see a lot is that we really don't check each other. I think a lot of there's a lot of individuals who are doing right, doing well, or loyal, doing whatever, whatever. Like myself, I'm I'm a man who I feel like is pretty good, especially with especially in a relationship. I, I try my best to be the best best I can be, and I always try to improve. Um, but I think the accountability that we have on our friends and the people around us needs to be improved if we're if we're calling this individual our friend and they dogging and they damn wife out we're kind of perpetuating something that's going to continue to happen and also the energy of us knowing this the energy can come your way because this is something that you're keeping around you too you know uh we we have to we have to do something about it, but I'll continue with the reading. That's right. We got to stop celebrating ruinous men, ruining any woman. Even a woman who betrayed our sisterhood's sacred trust. We made him and his situation look so good at that sister really thought she was getting herself a prize. A poison that looked like it tasted so good she was willing to steal it because of her own desperate thirst. But know this. We can't reclaim our waters on the sea of our sister's thirst of brokenness. This is very vital too and I think this is something that we see a lot because I feel like both of you know in both such situations for a lot of women you'll notice for women who do kind of you know betray that trust or betray that friendship by sleeping with whoever's means a lot of it has to do with a sense of you know I've been dating and dating and dating and haven't found nothing great at all and you, you, you know, you get introduced to someone who you feel like you could have had a connection with. If this, if you met this man before your homegirl did, you knew y'all would have had a something. You know y'all, y'all may have had a little connection. Maybe because of the connection that you had when you met him, this guy genuinely might just be a really cool dude. And the sad part about it is, you have a lot of men who, with when given that opportunity, they will take that opportunity. And now we have this situation. Now we have this love triangle that is a very, very, very messy one. That can all be avoided. We don't have to have it. We don't need it. The shit does not need to happen at all. But to each his own, I believe cheating is bad. But it's all on based on you. Once you find out, because you're always gonna find out. And if you never find out, I think you know, usually when you never find out, hopefully, uh, that's something that you can eventually, you know, feel uh, I guess, comfortable with expressing when the time comes, right? Cause I feel like you should eventually tell them. And if you feel like you, sh- you don't, then, you know, if that's your prerogative, that's your prerogative, but don't cheat. Don't cheat on you. Don't cheat on your man. Don't cheat on your girl. Don't do it. Just don't do it. And men, we got to do better. We have to do better. We can't like, we out here, you know what I'm saying, dog, like the sense of like dog and women and being savages and doing what the hell we want because the world allows us to, because that's really what it is. And the fact of the matter is we get a lot of shit like we black men. We are. We all I always hear black men talking about how to get so. Tired of black women because they fuss and be mad about these certain types of things and get to the point to where they start to bash black women because of them fucking respecting themselves and saying something to you about you disrespecting them. And that's crazy because we are sitting here mad at them for standing up for themselves and each other. And we'll go to white women. Yes, I'm saying we'll go to, you know, you know, Latin women we will go to Asian women because you'll find a less sense of uh they'll deal with more just in just in general they'll deal with more shit why because of the cult from a cultural perspective that's some shit they had to deal with in the first place for a lot of Asian women they had to deal with men who may not step out but unless you have a sense of influence but they may just be really terrible non-intimate ass people then you have you know a, a stereotype of you know being hispanic and being you know very, you know, kind of misogynistic. Then you have a sense of white men who are all that and the worst examples of. And they're gonna dog your ass out, and they're gonna cheat, and they're gonna do all those things. And black men, we're in this place of where we could be better, we could be different, but we're emulating what the society says men can be. And we get the most hell for it because we have women who stand up for themselves, who only will take oh so much and will for damn sure rectify the shit by humbling your ass, letting your ass go, by breaking windows out your car, all that type of shit. Cause you don't hear that shit happening everywhere. Ain't no, I ain't heard no, I ain't heard too many, you know what I'm saying? Rock and roll and alternative rock songs about breaking windows out of cars and bleaching shit and shit like that. I didn't heard a lot about you hurt me and all this and that, but it is what it is. Hold but I have faith. I truly have faith in us becoming better as black men. I think we could be the examples and truly, truly men, because honestly, we're the ones who, the fact that we are not that way in our own community, and we need to be, because the fact of the matter, you still have, like, yes, you may have men acting like men in every other, you know, ethnic group. But for black people It's the most effective to us Because we're not even in the home You know So (laughs) You have men who I, I I won't say this is better But at least they have a household That is being built Or has been built Before the You know Either during or before the fact of infidelity You have a A system of family That is being created And yes It's fucked up If you bring all these different responsibilities And bring all these different things in But I believe I'd rather have that than have a woman who doesn't have a home who still is trying to, you know, scratch and survive, still has kids. None of the kids, you know, fathers are in their lives and they're just kind of out here, kind of, you know, just dating men who may or may not want to be fathers, may or may not, whatever, whatever. And I think that is the problem, too, is that we have this sense of, you know, this sense of infidelity that is very, 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 very divisive. It's really messing us up and we do it because we feel like we can, but it's hurting us the most. Be with who you want to be with or be alone. Be fucking alone. That's always an option. And you do not have to commit to a person. No one, no one is holding your holding, you know, putting you in a like saying you gotta love me. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. So men, we got to do better. We got to change. But. I'm gonna end it off by you know kind of giving the, my little kind of album review or whatever um and this is something i was thinking about doing i really was trying to you know wait it out and i kept you know putting it off and things like that but i want to introduce a few things to my brand because i definitely want to you know bring more content into youtube bring and just have more content for you guys in general and that is you know i want to do some I'm, right now, my working titles are Rodney Reviews and Rodney Reacts. Uh, I, I just thought, you know, alliteration may make sense and sense of in a sense of branding, and we're gonna see how that works. I'm gonna flow, and y'all tell me what y'all think too. But uh, but I'm gonna review this album. So I don't review the whole album. I'm gonna just give you these key points that I drew out from it. It's three key points, and that one is fatherhood. Two is commitment. And th- third, being financial freedom. These are the three things that I feel that are the most powerful elements of this. I think Jay Z is probably one of the best examples of a rapper who can age, who's aged very, very well. Who found I think this album. The reason why he didn't make so he didn't make music when he made music because Magna Carta was it wasn't a flop from a financial perspective. But if for damn sure was a flop to a lot of different fans. we felt like it was one of his weakest albums, one of his weakest pieces of work. But a lot of it has to do with, you know, this sense of like, okay, we really just, we truly can't relate. But the thing of the matter, fact of the matter, most people really could never relate to Jay-Z. He came into the game paid. And I think for a lot of people, it was a sense of, you know, street culture and drugs and gangster shit that kind of, you know, drew you to him. So Magna Carta was a lot of, you know, you know, it was like a fine wine. It was some really sophisticated shit. And I think that was what drew people away from it. But when you're talking about 444, it was really more intimate. It was way, way, way more human because it spoke on things that are, that everyone deals with. Now fatherhood for one i believe he spoke of a lot because that was a really driving force on you know why he felt the need to correct his actions it humbled him fatherhood was a was a foundation that humbled jay to do better to be better to rectify to atone in some form of fashion and i think that's a real good semblance duh. You know, no, not even a spoiler because you should have listened to the album, or at least heard pieces of it by now. I know it's, it was for some people it was kind of hard to get to, but he speaks about the miscarriage that a lot of uh, extreme Beyonce fans would know of, and if you're not an extreme, you know, Beyonce fan, there you there you go. They had a miscarriage, uh, which he actually says, you know, in the song that it was a boy, and I believe he said he said it was a boy, and he speaks on how that. He lost it because he said your body wouldn't accept it because I wasn't there, I was absent. And I think that was, you know, a key thing that really touched him. Then he speaks on how, you know, what would, what would, you know, do you really want to do that to Blue? What would, you know, I don't want my children to be ashamed of me and look at me differently. I think that is a key thing that we don't find as often, you know, within the community. Or you'll find people take those things for granted that we sh- and we should not, we really truly shouldn't. Keep your keep your damn kids in mind, do right. Don't don't sleep with that woman because of your damn kids. Do you really wanna fuck your family up? Do you really truly wanna risk it all? Keep that in mind because that is something to stay committed to, that's something to stay, and the fact of the matter is cool. Temptation is cool, temptation is human. It's human nature for us to see something and want it and wanna react to it, but we also are not fucking animals where we have a sense of will, power, that can stop us from doing those types of things. We have to build up our strong will, we have to build up this sense of uh, commitment and loyalty, and keep that as a driving force to stay within something that is healthy. Um, Next being commitment. Uh, I believe, all in all, this album is a very great album to speak on, just commitment and staying with your legacy and trying to really truly Protect your legacy. Trying to not tarnish your legacy. You know, my sister niece spoke on how whatever happened in that elevator, it, it produced three great hours. <laughs> and I think it might be some truth to that. Uh, <laughs> and um, I, I mean, I don't think uh, I think um, see at the table it, it might have took you know the least amount of influences from that night. Um, she spoke on so much other things, but. For damn sure, you know, B and J definitely, you know, were in an interesting place at that time. But I believe that commitment is a really, really major thing that we all need, especially in the black community, uh, especially within relationships, within friendships. Check on your friends, you know. Uh, again, my sister niece, you know, made a habit to every Sunday to, you know, at least call and check on everybody. And I'm gonna try to take on that same habit and just hit everybody up, check on everybody you know facetime people see their face if you don't even need or want anything from them just you know say that you need to see them say that you need to catch up with them so you can see how they are because we're living in a times where i feel like we can't get so disconnected with people because we um communicate with them through social media so often we need to actually be able to feel them and actually see what's going on because people are only going to present you know some of their best things on social media and when you present a lot of bashing on social media. So much when you are really in pain, and when you are really going through something, no one really is gonna call you because they's like, well, they always going through something. They always post about them going through something. So check on people. Get get to that sense of you know going to it, but. Commitment was a really, really big part of this album that I felt like it's beautiful. And just from, you know, how soulful it was, and No ID did a beautiful job with, you know, producing it, I think this is just an incredible, incredible album. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Everyone should listen to it. Um, and finally, Financial Freedom, which is uh, beautiful. <laughs> I think is a suggestion that you don't hear often, but I think, you know... Nowadays, we're living in an age where a lot of people talk about a lot of things and we've I think so many people have already said so many things that people need to do But I think it always depends on the messenger as well so a Mess a message can be clouded if the messenger is kind of you know, his credibility is kind of weird um, Being that Jay-Z is a person who not only is it and lives it Then it's kind of hard not to believe it. Like it's really 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 hard not to believe exactly what's going on uh and exactly what the results are you know and he speaks on you know how he, it was you know certain uh investments that he didn't didn't do and that could have been extremely well you know he speaks on y'all i have really throwing money in the damn strip club you know what's more important than that and that's credit and that's something that i feel like a lot of us don't know and it's life lessons that i think they should just teach in school and like elementary and, you know, middle and high school as well. They don't, of course, but that's something that we need to know, because once we turn 18, we can start getting sent all these credit cards and we don't know what to do with them. Financial freedom was a very great layer and an element within this that was very, very strong. In the story of OJ, it was very, very strongly, heavily put in there about just commerce and money and the economy and how these things are all interconnected to blackness, to black bodies throughout history as well as now. And how the whole semblance of it, you know, being fine is that regardless of who you are, because he says, you know, dark nigga, rich nigga, poor nigga, you know, you're still a nigga. This is very, very true. You you could be who on the top of the mountain, but you still are the nigga. So having financial freedom, it at least avails you some sense of comfortability in this, in this society that we live in. Because green is always gonna go past everything else at some points. You're still gonna be black, so they're still gonna judge you. You're still gonna be put in this kind of certain circle, but at least while you're going through this oppression, you can be comfortable. (laughs) That's that's, That's what I take from it, but I think these are things that we definitely need to look more into. Look in the stocks. Look into, you know, starting, you know, getting an interest bearing account. Look into uh, mutual funds. If you have a nine to five job and, you know, you probably throwing a little bit into your 401k, brilliant, great. You may actually have some type of financial advisor, financial counsel at your job. If you have, you know, you work for a really big company or someone that you could lease, the service that you guys use for your benefits, you could probably call somebody and get a little more information on exactly what you could do with your money. And it can happen so naturally, you know, they can take out just a little bit a little bit here a little bit there Every time you get paid and then you go and check and you like oh shit I'm out here sitting on something and you just don't touch it and Allow that to grow and allow that say and that's past the savings. That's not even your savings You feel me? That is a whole nother thing that you're saving Just cuz it's you know, it can grow at a very, you know, a little bit faster Because your savings won't grow at all. Your savings is just there waiting for you to just keep piling it up but look into interest-bearing savings accounts that they, they may help but also understand you know looking to compound interest i can't get too deep into it but do your research financial freedom and financial literacy should be a extreme goal for everyone everyone should want it everyone should love you know a sense of you know saving money and just having money and all those different things because we we as black people we like to travel we like to eat good we like to dress good dress nice we can't do none of that shit without credit we can't do none of that shit without having true true substantial income and disposable income that we can use these things that we want to use them on so look into it um i want to do more do more things like this uh i gotta figure out kind of how my format's gonna be you know, to make it really cool and clever for you guys. Um, uh, look out. I'm definitely I'm yeah. gonna be introducing a few new uh blog profiles on my site. Um I want it's uh, gonna be called Simply Being, where I'm profiling several people that I know. Probably like every two weeks. I'm gonna be releasing a new one. Um, so you can check that out at lifeasking.com. Also, if you don't know now, you know, you can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Uh from SoundCloud to the Apple Podcast app to TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, and I'm looking into getting into Spotify. Um, I'm also a part of a uh, ne- a network of podcasts here in Chicago called the Second Wind Collective. Shout out to my man Dan. Um, uh, you can um, keep up with everything I'm doing on lifeisking.com as i said before definitely look out for those first few blog posts they're going to be with people that i've interviewed before as well as you know uh people that i've just always had in my life who've inspired me it's really you know a way to keep myself you know keep my pen sharp um just keep me you know keep giving me reasons to write which i suggest for everyone else to do as well if you are writers keep giving yourself really dope reasons to write keep challenging yourself and um This album is very inspirational. I'm going to be listening to it for a time now and keep listening to it. I definitely want to keep that in rotation. And I got a lot of good music to listen to right now. Like I said, it is really dope right now. It's a lot of great things. Big Fish Theory was dope. You know, the Khaled album had a few bops on it. It's a good time for music and there's more and more coming. And this is just in the summer, you know, it's mid-summer, you know, so it's lit. So. Um, Thank you all for listening. Hope you really can, you know, implement all these things into your life, which I know you can. Men do better. Women, you're beautiful. You're great. Be out here shining, glowing with your magic. And all in all, everyone else who is listening, let's just be better humans. Let's just simply be better humans. This is Simply King. This is Rodney Perry. Thank you for listening. Talk to y'all next week. Love y'all.